so actually wearing New Balance shoes. Uh, Titanic man junk. And semi-professional <laughs> zip liner. Tommy Milner, if you could describe this dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Sean Heckman. I'm Ryan Eversley. And we are currently driving back from Florida, back to Ryan's hometown of Atlanta before I head back to L.A. Because we are wrapping up another one of them road trips. Guess how many miles we did, Ryan? I think we did somewhere around 25,000 miles this year. 25,000 miles. Getting some dinners and some lunches with your favorite people in racing even though I'm sure you're going to complain about somebody else that we should have got. <laughs> but one person we're sure you're not going to be disappointed with, well, that is young Tommy Milner. Don't call him Junior. Absolutely not. You know, Tommy is a longtime staple of sports car racing. He's won just about everything he could win while racing for the Corvette factory team. Comes from a uh, father who was very involved in motorsports, who had a very prolific career as well. And somebody that we've discussed several times on the podcast in the past, and uh, just an all-around cool guy. And just to kind of recap exactly what Ryan just said, not only is he one of the currently active Corvette factory racers, he is the son of Tom Milner, who ran a whole bunch of very successful BMW programs, but he's also driven for Panos, uh, the Ray Hall Porsche program, you name it. So we were out in uh, beautiful Watkins Glen, New York, to grab a little bit of uh, a little bit of a dinner at one of the most famous places you could eat. That's right. We went to the Seneca Lodge in Watkins Glen, New York, which is a world famous retreat, but also a, a great place to stay for the Watkins Glen six hour or get a meal, which we did. And we were recognized a lot while we sat down with Tommy and his lovely wife, Lauren who was very patient and willing to let us ruin a couple of days off they had. That's right. You will hear sort of a female voice jump in randomly. That is Tommy's wife, Lauren, who was sitting right next to him the whole time, judging everything he said. And while she was judging, we both, Lauren and I, had the chicken parmesan. And I had the chicken sandwich. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Some of the things you're going to hear about in this episode. Uh, first and foremost, shitting his pants. Talking to a girl in France. And I mean talking to a girl in France. It's talking. That's it. And generally shitting on Germans because he was raised by one. Now, of course, this uh, fantastic drive through the beautiful peaks and valleys of Watkins Glen, New York, would not have been possible had we not had what sort of vehicle, Ryan? That would be my lovely Acura MDX. And uh, we, like every chance we could, we stopped and we topped off with, uh, with a fluid. Yeah, like multiple times a day, we would top it up, you know, right to the brim with Valvoline. And, uh, of course, finally, we were, we were there safely, conveniently, making great fuel mileage because of perfect tires. And those were uh, what tires? I believe they call those the Continental Tires. Do you not understand? We're paid to dance like monkeys. Right, right. Do the monkey thing. Got it. Continental Tire! Cross contact, LX, upstate New York. Now, of course, getting to the event was easy because... Uh, easy. Wait, you know, well, well, I thought it was... You didn't we, think it was we, easy? Well, we went from Pennsylvania straight to New York with... That's uh, not that hard. It's actually... It was kind of hard. We had it traffic. We, there why, were things that... Well, you two it, idiots, stop fighting. Please. Sorry, Haleo. Our bad. Tommy Milner, 
Meow. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. We waste no time. Yeah, go yeah. straight in. Yeah. What's up, man? What's up? How's it going? It's going all right. Nice win this weekend? Yeah, it was all right. How'd that feel? <laughs> Pretty overdue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard they say it was, what, 2016 was your last win in IMSA? I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> a, I, I haven't raced full-time in IMSA since 2014 okay. until last year. So that's not fair. Yeah, I was like, I, I won it five times in World <laughs> Challenge in 18. That's not fair. And I technically finished first at Road America, and then they took it away for drive time ah. limits by like 0.6 seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like when you watch the thing, it's like, I don't know if you saw the clip, like, first one in five years. I, I did, like, yeah. I've had a lot going on <laughs> otherwise, but thanks. Yeah. It was like I've been drinking in my basement. Right. Hoping yeah. I get another yeah. chance. Yeah. 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 That was funny. How'd your race go? Uh, Could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, uh, it was good for about five hours. And then uh, Nick had a sway bar break, yeah. basically, and fell back from there. So seems like our luck so far. Mm-hmm. It has been our luck for a little while here. But this year so far, I mean, can't be too unhappy with uh, the pace of the car. Guys doing doing a good job, just not having any luck whatsoever. All right. So uh, where do we begin with this? Oh, it's uh, it's a long time. So I, I feel I feel bad that it's taken this long because you've participated in so yeah. much of our dumb <laughs> shit over the years, and and we finally get to, to get to do this. Like you've done a, two or three of our our dumb eye racing things. Yeah. You've been in several of our videos, I believe. Could be. And you were half willingly, half unknowingly participating in our April Fool's video where we made a very mean joke against you. Uh, I mean, I figured as soon as you asked me to do something like that, that, <laughs> that, you, that it was going to go either way. Either, right. <laughs> I, either in my favor or not in my right, favor. Right. Well, because with, with a few rare exceptions, we don't tell people what we're doing. So, right. like, you literally got a message from us just saying, like, hey, I need you to say this. Yep. And that's it. And I ghosted you for, like, two months, I you think. Did. And then finally. <laughs> yeah, 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 I chased you down. <laughs> you asked me again. And I was I'm like, like, damn it. The day before I'm trying to put it up, I'm like, I, I need this. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but you did. So, yep. you know, yeah. we came. Last minute. If you get a Sean Heckman text... Is the thought, if I don't reply to this, maybe I won't get in trouble? <laughs> uh, that's part of it. Yeah. 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 Or it's nice. like, what are they scheming this time? Yeah, exactly. Both yeah. are accurate, yeah. actually. So anyway. Yeah. So I, I think we should just jump right into uh, our, our secret anonymous yep. source, not Jordan Taylor. Not at all Jordan Taylor. <laughs> what story does Jordan like that you tell the most? I'm going to guess it's the uh, the Kiwi story from Lamar. Nope. No. Okay. But nope. What is that? <laughs> the Kiwi tile? No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. This is, uh, I mean, it was at the racetrack, but it had nothing to do with the racing whatsoever. We're sitting there. I think it was his second year with us at Le Mans. Uh-huh. And at Corbett Racing, we have, like, the drivers stay above our little hospitality area uh, in these little tiny little rooms. So below that, we just walk downstairs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and stuff yeah. like that. So we're just sitting there kind of hanging out. And in the center of the table, they always have, like, this fruit basket kind of <laughs> thing. So one of us having an apple, and Jordan grabs the kiwi. And he's looking at it a little bit funny. <laughs> and we're talking a little bit. And I see him, like, look at it and just take a bite out oh, of right it. Into it. Just right into <laughs> it. <laughs> he took two bites. And I was, like, looking at him. But it's Jordan, too. I mean, and at that point, too, he was, like, sort of nervous, definitely still around us. And, yeah. You know, he's still, he was still the Jordan that we know today yeah, then. But he's right. just scared to kind of show that Jordan yeah, at that point. Yeah. 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 And uh, I look at him, and I'm like, is that your first time eating a kiwi? <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah. I was like, is it good? Are you enjoying that? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's good. And he was confused why I was grilling him on the kiwi. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you're not supposed to eat it that way normally. 
He's like, what do you mean? He's like, usually you don't eat the skin on that one. He's like, it's kind of hairy, right? It doesn't taste that good, huh? He's like. Notice how part of that was horrible? <laughs> He's like, oh. I was like, oh, oh there you go. Your first time at, uh, your second time at Lamar probably, and right, first time right. in the Kiwi. Right, welcome. Yeah. yeah. And, and with Jordan at that point, he could be doing a bit. He could be. Yeah, you know. But at that point, so it was like, too early on. Uh, it, yeah. 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 He was, he was Jordan, you know, you know, the, the Rodney basically yeah, on right, social right, right. media. But around us, he was very quiet. The confidence wasn't there yet. Yeah. To, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's not the story. That's not the story. So I don't, I'm not, His yeah. favorite story that he has you tell apparently on a regular basis revolves around a zip lining trip. Okay. So <laughs> zip line. I know, I know where he's going with this one. Um, so I was probably, I don't know, I must have been like 16, 17, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. So not young by any means. And uh, I don't know how, how this story even came up right. between Jordan like and I. Like how he knows it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I for sure volunteered the story. <laughs> um, so I was at a friend's house. He had this cool zip line from the top of his house that went down this hill over this little river thing. Mm-hmm. Is this in Virginia? Yeah, okay. in Virginia, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a, a friend of mine that, that I went to high school with. And uh, so over at his house, hanging out, and then we were on the zip line. Yeah. And it wasn't fun enough to start from, like, the normal starting spot. And no, you got to go to something stupid, yeah, right? so there's yeah. a little bit of an even steeper hill that you could step up on. Absolutely. Stepped up on it, and the little thing that you hold is just wi- this wooden peg with two holes drilled through it. And there's that made. And, and there's uh, no straps, no nothing. No straps. No yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. Like that. There's yeah. zero I mean, safety. Zero safety. A lot of fun, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, it, I mean, you're not... You're, you're maybe a foot off the ground too, you know, as you're sliding, basically. Yeah. So there's not a huge drop. Yeah, right. Except that for where I started, there was a decent drop. I uh, got a little bit of a <laughs> running start, let's say, and as soon as I all my weight landed on that peg, it snapped in two. <laughs> I I landed on my back. Yeah. And uh, was knocked out for a moment. <laughs> uh, I woke up to my friend being like, "Hey, Tommy, you all right? You yeah, all right?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh man, my back is killing me." And I stood up, and I was like, oh, man, that really, really hurt. And I start walking up the hill, and I'm like, something else is wrong here. <laughs> so I start making my way up the hill, and I'm like, yep, I got bigger problems here with my pants. Uh, <laughs> so I, I <laughs> my pants. <laughs> and I think I'm playing it off like nothing's, yep. nothing's wrong here. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Lauren, your face. Have you heard this? <laughs> so I have heard this okay. actually. Okay, now, hold on, now hold on. That he's, yeah. So now that he's saying it, I have heard this. And Jordan <laughs> okay. actually asked me earlier today if I had any oh, good stories. Yes, yes, yes he did. That's our guy. I could not think of anything like yeah. Yeah. as we, good as uh-huh. this one. We only for got sure. one note. We only got one note from you, which we'll we'll get into later. But okay. uh, but yeah, okay. So we're not we're not incriminating. <laughs> yeah, like you still know who you've married. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. this okay. now that he's saying it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> I, you, I mean, you could. It'd be a good show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Ava and leave. Yeah. All right. So. So uh, I waddle my way up yeah. the, <laughs> up to the house, and I must have been in their like powder room for like an hour trying to figure out what to do. And I, I think I had stayed the night there the night before, so I did have like a change of clothes, I think. I, I just remember the last thing I remember was <laughs> I was in there forever to the point where like my friend, I think he left with his dad actually briefly. That They had to run down to like the store real fast. They're like, all right, dude, we'll, we'll be back in like 15 minutes. Had they realized what you had done though? They or must have known. It smelled so bad in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. 
So those that, that pair of underwear went into the trash can outside. Yeah. And, I mean, I cleaned myself up, basically. <laughs> I, that, that was all fine. But right, right. For some reason, I don't think I put it. I don't. So either I didn't have another change of underwear, yeah, or yeah. I wasn't. I don't remember that. That I just remember in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That part I remember pretty It'll well. Stick out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, you can thank your your teammate Jordan Taylor for yeah, no problem. Queuing us. And the best part is, is that we had asked him earlier for stories, and this was like a last second, and it was literally like, oh my god, hold I on. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also like to point out anything with Jordan always comes back to poop. Yeah. yeah. He's a very poop-themed guy. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I don't know where to go from there. I'm good. Let's yeah, let's, all right. Continental's got this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with the racers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's, so let, we'll do, you know, as I, you've heard a few of our shows, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're not a career show per se. Yeah. Like, we're not going to be like, so then in 2006. But you do have a unique kind of upbringing because not only do you come from a racing family, but your dad is one of the most notorious <laughs> team owners in the sport. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, as a driver, what's he famous for hating? Drivers. Right. <laughs> um, and I've seen some other interviews with from you where you say, oh, no, that's true. He absolutely hates drivers. How do you become a driver for a dad who hates drivers? That's a great question. Yeah. And a lot of people ask him that same thing. Yeah. Like, how did you let your son become a race car driver, the right. thing that you hate the most? And <clears throat> I don't think he, he doesn't actually hate drivers. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he doesn't hate the people that are drivers. Yeah. He just hates race car drivers. Yeah, um, as, as like a behavior. Yeah, just yeah. who they who they are as people as, at the racetrack. Everything yeah. about this them. Doesn't he doesn't like. Yeah, I, I'm all in on Tom <laughs> yeah. Milner's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's, you know, they crash the car. It's never their fault. They yeah, right. show up last at the racetrack in the morning. They leave the they, they leave first. Um, <laughs> That all that stuff that he's not a fan of, obviously, yeah, yeah. and he was, and they are fundamentally probably the biggest cause of most of the money that is spent at the racetrack because you know, as, as a reason when they write things off, yeah, when yeah. They crash cars, yeah, and yeah, yeah. flat spot tires, and stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> I think having that that background though um, kind of taught me all the things that I shouldn't do as a race car driver in some ways. Um, I probably didn't learn all those lessons. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> crashed some cars in my time. So. Uh, that part I didn't probably learn learn the best, but yeah. um, no, I mean it's. It, I would say some of his best friends, so to speak, some of the people that he that he kind of thinks highly, the, the, the most highly of, mm -hmm. are race car drivers. Um, you know, he he obviously loves loves Bill Arbelin. Yeah, um, he was obviously a big big part of his success for so many years yeah. uh, with with the BMW program there. Boris was another another guy that you, you kind of can't can't hate that guy. He's awesome. <laughs> um, always got a story and yeah. always happy and stuff like that. Hans was a, was a Stuck, Hans yeah. Stuck, yep. So all those guys, you know, he always thinks very fondly of those guys. So yeah. um, he does hate all race car drivers. He just <laughs> hates some less than others. That's, yeah. his, that's his line. <laughs> so Milner Senior, uh, he's come up in a couple of podcasts. Pat Long talked about him. Boris, they talked about quite a bit because obviously yep. there was that love-hate contentious yep. thing yep. that they've got. Yep. Um, but, you know, eventually – We'll do a, a podcast with your dad if he'll have us, which I'm sure is going to be a moving object. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, German immigrant comes here, tough as nails, German attitude. Yeah. How, living in Virginia, like, how much of you growing up was a, a Virginian-American? How much of you was the son of a, a German immigrant? Um, I think if you ask most people, I'm much more like my mom than I am my dad. Um, my dad is, as many people know, is very bullheaded. He knows, yeah. He he knows what he wants when he wants it, and that kind of thing. I mean, I can remember going to the airport with him, and if he didn't, if he had the wrong seat, 
he'd be yelling at the at the at the person checking checking him in, you know, and I would basically walk away from him because I didn't want, <laughs> didn't want to be a part of that. Yeah, right. Um, but I think that's what made him such a good good yeah, team owner. Absolutely. He knew you know he knew how to get what he wanted, and so I mean, my growing up, I mean, he was busy with racing a lot, and so as a kid growing up, I mean, I knew my dad owned a race team, and I went to the race shop all the time, but I played sports and you know went to school and with mom. Yep, and so. And mom is the nicest person in the world. From Virginia? From uh, yeah, from, from Virginia, from from the U.S. Um, they met in D.C. when my so when my dad came to Germany, he uh, he was 18 years old, something like that. His dad worked for the German embassy, and so his whole family came over from Germany. Um, he had a job at at like a Volkswagen dealership in Alexandria. He, his parents was here for basically two years, and then they left, went went back home, and he was like, "See you later. I'm staying here." Staying. Right, right. And so he lived basically in the same building as my mom did, and okay. and uh, that's how that all started. So basically. she couldn't get away, basically, and he yeah. just kept going. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got you. According to according to my mom, he basically wanted to get married within the first like three weeks, essentially. Yeah. My mom was Jesus. like, "Okay, all right, okay." <laughs> and um, growing up, did mom have a job? Uh, she did. She worked. Um, a government job for a little bit, but as soon as they had their first, my, my oldest sister, Erin, um, then she stopped working basically. It was just a stay at home mom. So, I mean, she raised me. Um, so all, all, all the good things about me, what, however many things that, that there are, are all because of my dad and all the bad things are, or my mom and all the bad things are my dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, once I was sort of 16, 14, 15, something like that, then I started to do more at the race shop with my dad and going to race, going to races and things like that. And, that's when my sort of attention in some ways switched a little bit from just wanting to play stick and ball sports and stuff like that yeah. to the racing thing's kind of cool. And you weren't like some 10-year-old karting phenom or no, something? Anything not like at all. That. Right. My first time in a go-kart, I was probably 14 or 15 years wow. old, maybe. Okay. It was more um, so to spend time, like, do something with, with your dad, too, right? Yeah, for sure. It was parents. exactly. I mean, the, the, me, me go-karting at first was just a way for me just to do something with my dad because he yeah, was yeah, gone yeah, yeah. so much from right. racing. Yeah. And that's how it started, basically. And my dad, he'll tell you now, he'll be like, I just did this. I didn't think he was going to be a race car driver. I just, right. And I didn't have to spend much money on my kid, you know. Right. And it just sort of snowballed kind of down, right. down the line a little bit. And it's weird that you would choose karting as a way to bond with him because he seems like a guy who would have been warm and affectionate growing up. <laughs> so I, he, from the very beginning, he has never been, like, tough with me as as far as being a race car driver, basically. I can only count on 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 one hand that the number of times that he's actually gotten like absolutely pissed off at me. Yeah. yeah. And it was obviously crashing cars. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um he I mean he was in that sense, you know, like you you hear about sort of like sports dads and things like that. He was definitely not one of yeah. those guys, you know. So he, he never he never fought a flagger at a, at a go-kart track or no, anything like that. No. I mean I can remember playing the cross game and stuff like that in high school I could hear my dad screaming <laughs> at me to get in yeah, there yeah, yeah. and get involved so he'll like pick that. on you but not the surrounding environment no, yeah, no, yeah. no. so he, and and i thank him for that for sure that he was never like in other people's faces yeah, you know on and, your behalf and, yeah. and i mean he was obviously encouraging me once i started starting racing a little bit but um i don't think at least unless he's sort of lying to me in some ways but i don't think that there was a lot of him um sort of like pushing me on other people like hey get my kid in a race car it was always any chance i had driving a race car when I was a kid basically was just because it was at the end of a test kind of thing and I was like hey hop on the race car for five laps basically and if you scratch it I'll kill you yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) when you first started even in karting you know your dad so famously not being afraid to yell at drivers did you ever hear your dad 
sort of surreptitiously yelling at a driver as you're making mistake carding? I'm sure subconscious. Uh, I mean, subconsciously, I'm sure there was part of me that was like, I cannot screw up because right. Right. even so my dad hasn't told me yet he's going to kill me. He right. might because I've heard that so many times. <laughs> um, so there, I'm sure that was a part of it. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, he was always pretty gentle with me, I'd say, yeah. compared to what I've had what sort of seen. Witnessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have plenty of stories on that. <laughs> so when you're, you know, 8, 9, 10, your dad's running, actually, how old were you when the PTG initial, like, E36 program was happening? So the first year for that was, like, 94 when yeah. testing started. So I would have been 9, I guess, right. at that point. Right. Um, and, and just to sort of spell this out a little bit, I mean, it's in a bunch of other podcasts, yep. but, but PTG, your dad's team, yep. uh, in the basically beginning in the 90s, sort of became the de facto BMW American sports car team what eventually became ALMS. Yep. Yeah, so so like it was early 90s, late 80s, he was doing some IMSA, GTP stuff at that point. In 94, they, they did a couple Bush Series races or tried to. That I think they made, I think, six of the races. They didn't qualify for probably another six of them, something like that. So my dad was sort of at that point kind of looking, trying to find his way of kind of keeping his racing team kind of going in some way and um, had the contact with BMW and and they wanted to come racing in the U.S., and so that was 94 when they that first start, kicked off. But I, the first race wasn't until 95, which was Daytona. Um, yeah, so from 95 until 2006, their relationship with BMW, they were the, the factory sort of sports car team right. in the U.S. For, for BMW. So at that point, I'm going to races as a fan, and, and like the PTG M3s were the coolest thing ever, but the lineups in those cars were like all-star lineups like every car was like an all-star lineup yeah so which of those guys were you enamored with um i mean bill yeah bill was I mean, bill was there from early on basically and even and he was racing against my dad's team when they first started out and it was kicking their ass yeah and that's how he basically is that why you like him <laughs> <laughs> i mean i didn't at that point i, I was sort of, i didn't really kind of know i knew my dad was racing i didn't right. sort of follow it obviously right, right, that right. closely but um yeah i mean bill was was the guy that gave that team all the success early on. I mean, there was, you know, um, Pete Halsmer was, was, yeah. was another guy that was yeah. there early on that was super quick. Um, Boris yeah. got there. Boris was yeah. there, obviously. I mean, I'm sure you've heard lots of stories about Boris and stuff like that. The story about him kind of meeting my dad for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's on pretty, Boris's podcast yeah, we did with him. That's pretty pretty awesome. So um, the guys that stand out for sure, Bill, Boris, Hans, um, those three guys were there, obviously, for a long time. Had a lot of success with them. A lot of fun people to be around, and um, for different reasons, obviously. Bill was like super cutthroat, racing 24/7, didn't care about anything else, kind of thing. Whereas Boris and and, uh, and Hans were way more sort of having not fun. personable is the wrong word, but they're having fun, right? You know, right, right, and, and right. kind of easy to kind of talk to and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, it was weird for me, for sure, at first, because my sort of my early career there in 2004 and five, driving with Boris basically and Bill, the difference between the two of those guys was funny too. Boris was super excited for me in having some success, and Bill was pissed because he thought the car, and I'm sure the car was a little better than than whatever he had in some way. Because <laughs> the I boss's have, kids getting yeah, the good exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, my first race, I qualified on pole, and I beat yeah. Bill by like 32 thousandths of a second or something right, like that. Right, right. Definitely cheated up. Well, I looked at the, at the, the data, obviously, and uh -huh. the car had a different body 
bodywork package on it, and it was like three mile an hour faster in a straight line or something <laughs> oh, like that. So Bill had a reason to be pissed okay. off. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, all the guys are different, and obviously, you know, I, I see Bill every weekend at the racetrack, and still a huge fan of his. It's super cool to see him get the sort of the the, the win record in yeah. himself. Right. right. Something that he did drive like that at like 80 years old. Right. right. Yeah. Is, well, yeah is something they still have such great hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At that yeah. age, too. But it's 82, right? 82. 82, yeah. 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 Was he doing duck face those days? Yeah. I mean, he still had like the, the, the jeans and the sunglasses. Okay. Yeah. That part hasn't changed for right. Bill. Right. Still, no, no. Yeah. yeah. He still thinks he's 30, I think. Right. Basically. Right. So uh, just, just, just to kind of cover some of the career stuff a little bit. So you, you start karting just to kindle a relationship with your father. Um, <laughs> to get a hug. I get yeah, it. I yeah, get exactly, it. exactly. Welcome to my whole career. <laughs> um, and um, so from there you move in, was it Formula BMWs? Yep. Yeah. And uh, that went okay as far as I could see. Okay, yep. yeah. But it I was mean, like, I mean, that was, you went from sort of karting as it was to a fairly, at the time, you know, Formula BMW was was one of a hundred different open wheel series, but really good guys came out of there. Yeah. And so to sort of really get your first taste of that level of competition had to be a challenge, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and for me, I mean, I the, the go-kart series that I raced in was basically me racing against a bunch of 30 and 40-year-old guys. Right. Kind of you weren't doing fun. like the Scoos and National no. Tour or any of that stuff. No, it was right. called this KRC Cup, and it was all, yeah. it was a spec class, basically, yeah, with shifter yeah. karts. Um, so that part was sort of worthwhile in that right. sense because it was and that's why my dad liked it, it was because he didn't have to spend right, 100 right, grand right, right. back then and to, if to it's be spec there's a relatively small window to tune in so. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and and we show up and the the series provided a mechanic to you and oh okay so, so you didn't it have was, to do anything yeah. no um so yeah and and at that point there was one kid that was my age that i was racing against and we were pretty close in speed um and so when i got the opportunity opportunity to, to do formula bmw I went to Valencia for like a scholarship shootout thing with 25 other North American kids to get one of the six, I think it was, um, junior scholarships. And uh, was this a connection with the BMW thing? For sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it must be because the other kids out there weren't like Hinchcliffe look and Look at Ray KRC. Hall. Where's the talent? Yeah. There? Like, yeah. Okay. And I mean, my dad, my dad basically was at Indianapolis when they with with Tom Purvis, the chairman of BMW at the time, um, who basically on stage when they're announcing this this new for 20, for 2004 um, open wheel series basically without even talking to him basically said hey you're gonna as we're announcing it like hey you're, you're gonna have a team in this series right tom and he was like uh i guess so sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're my boss i guess i'm right. gonna have yeah, to do this right like right and uh so i guess maybe in some ways you know them kind of getting me to go to valencia to, to do this scholarship shootout thing right. was was a part of that in some right. way as but well. But it was but Rossi and Hinch and and I don't remember who else. Ray Hall, yeah. Ray Hall, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure Rossi was there. He eventually did Formula Beam, but I don't know yeah, if same Yeah, but he was, there, so that scholarship shootout thing. Yeah, so wasn't it, Billy Johnson in there? Billy Johnson yeah, right. was there, yeah. J.R. Hildebrand was there. Heard of him. Um, yep. Uh, Al the third, right? Alan's a junior the third, um, maybe? Yeah, yep, that's right. Yep. But I guess not junior, but... Um, <laughs> a junior, junior? Junior, junior, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were just some big names there, and that was my first sort of opportunity to actually say, like, okay, am I any good at this or not? Right, This is, right. This is this the first the future, test, basically. Yeah. And that, I mean, that went well. Obviously, I got a, I got a, a scholarship, and... <laughs> 
it didn't start great because <laughs> uh, I'm a big kid. Yeah, right? I'm uh, six two. You've been the same size since I first saw. You. First time I ever saw you was at DC when your dad was running the Panos. Okay. Yep. LMP one cars. Yep. And someone's like, "That's Tommy Junior." Yep. And you were like six foot tall, and I think your feet were bigger than like your torso. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? I just remember being like, "That is a goofy looking kid." Yep. He's giant, <laughs> and then you just grew into that frame. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've so that's what. You know, weight for sure in the go karts hurt me a little bit at times, and the same thing with 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 Formula BMW hurt me a little bit there. So and with zip lines. And the right. zip lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll come back. Yeah. Should have made you shorter a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, you tried. Yeah. So first session, they they have like standard uh, seat inserts basically. Yeah. Um, and it's like a it's like a newer sort of style form of the car, carbon cockpit. Yeah. Has like this this Kevlar shell thing that's supposed to help you get out of the car easy. So that takes some of the space away. So they got the biggest seat insert for me. Uh, and I get in that, and I'm like, if this is the biggest one you got, then that's that's what I got, <laughs> yeah, right? right? So Figured I'm out. sitting in there, and I've got my, my my knuckles are touching my knees in the cockpit, and I'm like, okay, well, this is what I got. So the first the first day, first morning, the first thing we do, as like like a quick little class uh, classroom thing, we go out on the racetrack in the in the cars. We're parked like six cars in a row. I'm the first car to go, and they're like, all right, go through this corner. It's just literally you accelerate and you brake and you turn right. I think you shift twice maybe and then you accelerate out of the corner. That was it. The super simple thing. So I accelerate, upshift, go into the corner, drive out of the corner, and I get a little bit loose. Just, I mean, the smallest <laughs> little bit of a slide, but I can't yeah. correct. I uh, just right, literally right. Yeah, can't turn. Stuck. Like, so I have this the <laughs> stupidest, laziest slide you've ever seen in <laughs> yeah. your life. Yeah. And I'm like in the grass. It's your first turn. First turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the instructor... Uh, I forget his name now. Um, he walks up to me and he's like, he pulls his headset up. He's like, you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, well, you just had a really weird spin there. I'm like, and, he, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a little tight in here. <laughs> I picture your shoulders out of the car. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's Mario Kart. Right. It's Tommy Kart. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, it's a little tight in here. <laughs> and he looks and he goes, that's not going to work. Yeah. I'm like, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I had to sort of finish that whole exercise out the way it was, but we went back to the, back to the garage afterwards and we took the seat insert out and I drove the rest of the weekend with just bubble wrap as my seat. <laughs> yes. insert. Yes. Yes. So I was sliding yeah. all around yeah, and stuff right. like that. Um, so one of the, I think one of the criteria that they had, that they said that they were going off of was the most improved driver over, over the <laughs> well, two dude, days. You set the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like drivers with the impact test, right? You got to yeah. set the bar oh, super yeah. low. Oh, yeah. Sage Karam, I think, broke the machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he did. That's the word on the street. <laughs> really? Oh, really? that they, had to, they had to restart it because like, he just didn't no do anything. His work. He's like, I'm just going to not do anything. And then that way, no matter what, I can race. And I was like, that's, that's good logic. But it also hurts you later when you're 90, if you make it that far. It's <laughs> a pretty bad tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, your first sports car race, I remember, I want to say it was Mossport or? My first one was VIR yeah. 2004. And that was with Matt Connolly in the ST car? Uh, that would have been 2005. Okay. Um, and that, I'm not sure what the first race was with I think it was Barber, maybe. With Barber him. might be it. Yeah, yeah, it was Could have Barber. Been Barber. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were quick in that, like right away. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is gonna be a problem for everybody. Yeah. And then I think you guys did. I thought you did Mossport, and you were really quick there too. I, I did Mossport in a Mustang with Multimatic. That's what it was. In That's right. That's right. I replaced yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Maxwell, Maxwell was racing at Le Mans. Yep. So I had to. F I filled in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and you were strong Finished in that. Third, it was I like, okay, nice. this kid's like 14, I think, and He's already still kicking okay. the shit everybody. And he can at yeah. least fit in those cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I started, I got in, James Gouet was my, was yeah. my co-driver. Yeah. I think I got in at the end, like P6 or 7, something like that, and yeah. I drove up to third. And yeah. the team was lost their mind that thought that was amazing <laughs> yeah yeah well you're pretty new at the time yeah yeah first sure. i mean i yeah. was new I, I mean i had done some racing to that point mm -hmm. um but yeah when, obviously when you come in and fill in someone else's shoes and yeah you have any kind of success right and and they're letting you finish which is a little bit tougher normally because a lot of times you're going against the, the amateur drivers at the start yeah yeah so yep. to have that role and then get a trophy out of it i yep. remember a lot of people were talking about that there's that remember the race site.com Yep. Yeah, yep. there was a big forum thing about it. I remember they were like, this kid's going to F1. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he's going to Have you seen him? Have you seen him? A little bit on that level. So, like, you guys are very similar because you both grew up with sort of industry mechanic style fathers, yeah. but also sports cars. So, like, I, I can't speak for Tommy, but Ryan, your, your entire focus when you decided you want to be a driver was sports cars. Yeah, I was a idiot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. most kids. Should've, should've wanted to be a NASCAR know. driver. Well, to that point, like most kids, myself included, like it's NASCAR, it's F1, it's yeah, IndyCar. Right. Like yeah. no one grows up saying, I'm going to be a sports car driver. Is that, <laughs> except for you two idiots. Um, <laughs> like how can I like, work really hard to make was, a decent living? Like Formula BMW was filled with aspiring open wheel kids. Um, but I'm guessing based on your upbringing, you probably were always focused on sports cars. Or was this even a career move? To be honest with me, uh, for me, I mean, it was, I've, very lucky. I've, I've, I feel like I've sort of fallen into where I am. Never say that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's you totally just made true. so many people mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a kid in the gym right now. I was like, why bother? I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the truth, honestly. Um, <laughs> not that I haven't worked for it, you know, yeah. while I've been here, but yeah. um, you've also got results, so you're fine. But uh, sure. I mean, I, I, you know, I know that that's obviously the majority of it obviously mm -hmm. it's a results-based industry that kind of thing and and growing up i mean i was competitive with stick and ball sports and i wanted to win those things all the time yeah. so i that just is in me for sure um but the the racing thing and i think just because i grew up around it and knew and know how it works and you know how expensive it is and and what it takes to get in into where i am today kind of thing is so hard to do that to think at 14 years old or whatever, I can just race some go-karts and I'm just going to be a professional race car driver. That's just how it's going to happen. I was like, I think at that point I even knew like that's a terrible idea. Right. Well, yeah. and there's there's almost like when you're 14 and you don't grow up in a racing family, there's like a beautiful naivety yes. to the fact that your bubble is only so big so you don't know. Whereas actually both of you, you saw so many guys get fired or get yelled at or just never go that you, you went in basically with, uh, to an extent if you're 14, being unrealistic probably helped you. Yeah. And this wasn't the case for yep. you. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I was obviously very fortunate and very appreciative of, of the chances I got with my dad, basically. Um, you know, so me getting the scholarship with, with former BMW, sort of, that was, yeah, that, he, he pulled that me into his office. That was a connection. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he pulled me into his office and he's like, okay, you got the scholarship. He's like, I'm going to have to run a team. So I think it was like 75 grand. <laughs> he's like, I got to figure this out now. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for the extra work. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. He, well, he was told that he was running a team by Tom Purvis, who basically said yeah, you're right. going to run a team, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he found three other guys that had money that basically subsidized the cost for for me to go racing. Yeah, right. You can say that now. <laughs> At the time, I'm guessing like, that wasn't no, no, how we're, it was we're, sold. We're, we're it cost him money. There's no question. <laughs> sure. About that. And my dad knows how to spend money. Yeah, I mean, he's right. still 
<laughs> he barely has a nickel to, to to rub together now. It seems like sometimes. So yeah, yeah. if he has it, he spends it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and obviously, I was in the right place at the right time that yeah. he spent some of that money on me yeah. and, right. and not on. Did he do car. a future earnings deal with you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying to make that deal yeah. happen today. He's like, what's that Corvette contract looking like? But uh, there was also yeah. like like had there not been a BMW program, like let's say it was like Mazda, he probably wouldn't have been as connected in that there would be a Milner program that you would have, like you didn't have a guaranteed ride per se, but nobody would have been pushing to have you in one of those cars right. in the same way. Right. Yeah, I mean, there, there was no way that my dad was going to be able to basically convince BMW that, hey, here's my 18-year-old kid. Right. Let's put him in, a, in your factory racing program. You know, yeah. because I want, I because want he wants to be a part of it. Right, 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 right. He would have never done that. Well, that would challenge his, <laughs> yeah, it would challenge his business. Yeah. So when does the first sports car opportunity really start showing up? So first sports car opportunity was um, uh, so the end of 2004. So that that first race at VIR. Um, You're now the big <laughs> from the BMW driver. Yeah, yeah big. <laughs> Exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> one one pole position and one third place finish. Yeah. Right, but against again some pretty big names. Yeah, that yeah now yeah. are big names on the yep. time. Yep. So that to that that was 2004, right? So they um, Grand Am wanted them to run basically like a different style car in some way, or my dad wanted to run. They wanted wanted to run different bodywork. There was something about they wanted to change the cars a little bit because um, it was sort of leftover of the GTR, the V8 GTR cars. Um, so part of the Part of the deal was basically is they wanted to basically run one of these cars to see how it fit with the current generation sort of okay. spec. So they sort GT of modded cars. Out cars yep. sure. So that was that was it was me and Gunner that drove that first race, um, and uh, so the plan was just to do three races basically, kind of the last three, last three of the of the season, um, and then I was going to drive it basically. So it was Gunner the first one, and then Kelly Collins for the last two. That was my sort of first basically intro into the sports cars then and I knew at that point too like I didn't fit in that in that form of the car sports cars was going to be my future if there was a future kind of thing and and when I say that I sort of fell into it it was basically you know it was an opportunity that that, that my dad offered me in 2004 to drive those those three races and then because I had success I had another sort of sit down with him in his office and he was like all right you've you're you've you were quick in the cars you know only made one mistake. I ran off the road at, at VIR and knocked the oil line off, and that was that for that for that race. Um, but one one at Fontana, the last race, and uh, he's like, "All right," he's like, "Next year, I'm gonna, the plan is to have two basically two pay guys basically that that, that want to go racing with us." It was RJ yes. Valentine? Yeah. Yes. And uh, have you had RJ too? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's okay. one of our I favorite. I think you're actually mentioned in it because there's a picture of he's got the podium photos of you guys on this like collage no in, in his office oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's like a hallway of all these like i yeah. love me things and uh -huh. you're in one of them and we're yeah. like look at tommy well that's the one like, where he probably didn't even drive <laughs> at mid ohio and he's still on the podium can you sir? be more specific no, no, sir <laughs> <laughs> milner yeah. um tommy yeah he's get out there he's one of our favorite episodes we've ever done because awesome. i don't think you've ever heard us not care and not a bad way <laughs> no not a bad way yeah. because like we knew rj was going to be fun so we just yep. yeah you'll you I don't know that that episode's for everybody, but I think you know him. Yeah. You'll appreciate yeah. what we did. Everybody that knows him that's listened to it Loves thinks him. it's amazing. Yeah. Like, Lally, like, applauded it. <laughs> He's like, this is the best one you've ever done. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was sort of my ticket then, basically, for that full season, essentially, 2005. And that was really sort of my make-or-break year in a lot of ways. You know, I I won three races that year, um, and that was the year that I got the, got the chance to drive with, with Larry Holt and Multimatic and the, and the Mustang. Um which led to then me driving for him right. the next year. Um, and that was, even though obviously 
Larry Holt Multimatic and your dad it very tied together, but that that was independent of your dad entirely. Larry Holt as far as I know, as far as you, you know, know, I mean, yeah. I, like they they were friendly at the time, I'm yeah. sure. Um, and I and that came about. I was I did the first day of testing at Sebring in 2006 with my dad's team with Justin Marks as my co-driver. Was supposed to be my co-driver that year, and then the next day, at some point, Larry basically said, or my dad said, "Hey, do you want to drive for the Panos team?" And I was like. What? Let me think about then it. I knew at that point this is weird. <laughs> drive, you know, drive in the same class and drive a different car, right. basically. Run against them. Yep. And you know, I knew that was the right thing, and my dad basically was like, "You should do that." You know, now is that Get because now you're dad. outside of the, the shadow, yep. so it's not like you're only here because your dad. Yeah. To, to somebody outside that doesn't know. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's for sure. He knew right from the beginning. I'm sure money-wise, he knew that was a good thing for him, right. but also good for me <laughs> right. as well to get away from well, dad, first, basically, at that point. All of your rides at this point have been in some capacity with him, and so you need yes. to break out of that if you're ever going to be very similar like the Taylors yep. in the same kind of way. Yep. So. yep. Yeah, it's, that's the hardest thing. That's the, 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 the greatest blessing in racing is to have a dad or somebody in racing in some way because you get that first chance, but it's also the, right. the biggest curse because if you can't get away from that, then that, you know, that's it. you're yeah. still in it, obviously, but... Everyone looks at you differently, basically. Right. You wouldn't have a Corvette ride no. if you were Tom Milner's son. That wouldn't be enough. So, yeah. yeah, I think you're doing okay. In my case, so in 2006, when I, when I drove with, uh, for the Panos team with, with Larry, it was myself and Gunner in one car and then Scott Maxwell and uh, David Brabham in the other. And so the connection there is um, when Bobby was starting his, his uh, Porsche team, which I think at that point, I think he knew the BMW thing was kind of coming down right, the line. Right, so it's time to get the ALMS program going. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm correct in saying that basically Bobby went after David at first and said, hey, I want you to be a part of my, my Porsche program for next year on the ALMS. And David already had something going, basically. And he recommended me to Bobby. And Bobby drove for my dad for like two or three races in the That was like the, the old prototypes or, or something, right? Like uh, could have been. Yeah. Uh, well, I think in that case, I think it was like a super v maybe or something okay. i thought he raced one of the the, he the did. gtp cars he did yeah, but yeah. that was my dad at that ah, point okay definitely. yep yeah um so my dad knew bobby already yeah. um right. and so that was basically i think from what i've heard basically is that uh david recommended me to bobby and then mm -hmm. bobby called my dad and said hey uh you know can i still hear a kid yeah can i <laughs> i mean it, and at that point my dad was i was away from my dad already right and, and so off. yeah yeah Made that connection and and uh, but this doesn't happen if David Brabham doesn't tell Bobby. Correct. This is what it, it does not come yeah. from your dad. And David, a phone call. Yeah, David right. on numerous occasions has reminded me. He's like, <laughs> I did this. You owe me. Yeah. Bring me <laughs> and back. I do. I do. Earnings. Yeah, yeah. He, he was an awesome teammate then, and obviously, yeah, uh, have a lot of respect for him for what he's done in racing, yeah, obviously, and who he is as a person. But yeah. then also yeah. for just that one phone call, that one mention, basically, you know that gets me to that next step right. in, my, in my racing career. Right. And then that is eventually, the success you have with the Ray Hall program is eventually what gets you the Corvette call, yep. more or less. I'm yep. sure I'm making yep. it easy, but... Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's that, that that fundamentally is basically kind of how it went. So they did the... It was four years with the Ray Hall, basically. It was 07, first year with the Porsche. They had a year off, but we did some stuff in World Challenge with an Aston Martin. And then 9 and 10 uh, at and with BMW and the LMS. Um, and I almost... So 2007 my great opportunity almost became not a good opportunity after I crashed the car three times in two weekends. Uh, and they were looking to replace me, basically. And they gave me sort of one more shot, Ray Hall did. Um, like, was it presented to you in this way? Uh, so I got pulled into the office after 
So it would have been Long Beach when I, I crashed in the race. And Scott Remke, who was the number two at Ray Hall there, um, he pulled me in the office. And um, I don't know if you've ever met Scott or uh, he's passed away now, but he is a very, very nice guy. But he is 10 times scarier than my dad is. Oh, really? When, Just, when, when, he, he, when he is yeah. in that mode. Up. And he pulled me into the office and he had these glasses and he looks, looked me straight in the eye and he's like, boy? He's like, you f***ed up. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, I know. I was like, I know. I was like, I, I have no excuse. I'm like, I'm just driving too hard. I'm, I'm trying to make something out of, out of nothing, basically. Because yeah, at, at Long Beach, the car, I was fading, and I was trying to keep up with the car ahead of me. I think it just got passed, and I was, like, trying to just get more out of myself that wasn't there. And I screwed up, and I, you know, I crashed the car. So, um, yeah, they, they basically, Scott kind of put me on notice at that point. He's like, if you don't, yeah, he's like, if you don't fix this, you're done. So after that, I think we had like four or five podiums, um, and I cleaned my act up <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, that that saved that for sure saved my career yeah. in that in that moment. Now the um, BMW program and you that makes sense. If we're talking about heritage and whatnot. When the call came, it wasn't like the BMW program was going away um, to get to go to Corvette. Oh, so yeah. this was this was a full on sort of defection. Yeah, and, and not only that, but from a brand that you have like paid for your upbringing yeah um so is that a thing yeah i mean um so that was uh 2010 end of the year i got a, a call from the motorsport manager martin and he basically said um they were going to sort of offer me the same deal same contract except i was going to do only the endurance races in the u.s yep um and i think part of that stemmed from they were reducing some of their racing in europe and so they had some European guys they needed to place basically in the U.S. program, and I was the odd man out for sure. It was Joey, it was Bill, Dirk Mueller, um, and myself. So I was the youngest, yep. you know. And they, I have, was, they have enough Americans at that point that they yep. don't need a third one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was sort of odd man out in that case, and um, which I would have taken that deal, obviously, if that's all I had. Yeah, right. But I think it was like three or four days after that phone call, I got a phone call from Doug Feehan. And he said, hey, uh, are you available next year? And I was like, in fact, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so did a test with the team at Sebring. And uh, obviously went went well. Uh, Feehan basically kind of pulled me aside at the end of the second day and kind of said, without saying you got the job, he was indicating, he's like, I'll be talking to you real shortly here. You know, I, And I, I told him, I said, I have an offer from BMW but it's not what I want kind of thing. And uh, so a couple of days later, he, he called me and, and said, you know, we want you for next year. And I, I mean, I, I didn't say yes right away. I mean, I, I basically said, you know, let me talk to my dad a little bit and just sort of mull it over with him. And uh, I mean, I knew what the right decision was for sure at that moment, but my dad was helping me in the background at times, right? Like if I had some questions in racing, the voice I would of say, go to, right, go right, to him. Yeah. And, what you're um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know i felt some loyalty to bmw for sure yeah. and but it was i couldn't pass up that opportunity the, it was the, the yellow corvette yeah. yeah a sports car racing team that's had so much success in the u.s it was racing at Le Mans for sure yeah um 
Which BMW wasn't doing. Which they weren't doing. So you get yep. that chance as yep. well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at that point it was like just a call to confirm with my dad, like, yeah, this is the right thing to do. And he was like, because he was already, so that was after his relationship with BMW had ended. And yeah. he didn't, because the it ended, he hated him from that point, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, those guys, yeah, yep, yeah. do it. You know, Weird. That's nothing about that adds up. I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, I mean, and that was the best. That's sort of my only decision, let's say, that I've had, like, tough decision I've had to make in racing right. in that sense. And that was the best thing that I have ever done, for sure. All right. Sorry for all the race racing talk. I just wanted to get in some of that. Yep. Go. Titanic man junk. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have not heard this before. <laughs> we're, we're sitting around, I think it was the day after Sebring... 2005 or 6 it was the Panos 2006 yeah yeah and we had a huge party in the villas that we funded like the, yep. the three of us all put in money I went during the race I went to the Walmart in Sebring with the instructions of like just get fun stuff well the race for us that year yeah. was really short too yeah that's right <laughs> I think 06 2006 yep. yeah yep. yeah so it was uh, Gunner myself and Bruno, Bruno Junqueira that's right yeah yeah and the uh the drive shaft broke like like two hours two hours in, yeah, in maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so i think at that point like gunner and i and and yeah. you were involved it was yeah. like all right it's gonna be a party, party. Now, basically yeah 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 we go to the walmart we buy like just stupid amounts of crap yeah like inflatable inflatable stuff, stuff. yeah <laughs> just like slip and slides slip and slides cartons of eggs yep to cartons have of an eggs, egg yep. fight or something yep. i don't know what the plan was yeah and uh and then we went back to the villas and we started partying and then as the race ended and people were breaking down and coming that became that and uh, all I remember is at one point, because they had like the little pitch, little putting yep, irons, yep. we're like putting heart, like eggs uh -huh. to try to not break them. Uh -huh. And then it just turns into throwing them in <laughs> rental cars. And I, I think it was Gunner's rental car. We caked the the windshield yep. with eggs. And then we went inside and passed out because we were yep. you know, a little inebriated. Yep. And then we woke up in the morning, the heat had like baked it. <laughs> Cooked it all into the windshield. <laughs> so he tries to use the wipers and it was like, it jumped on the wipers like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, enjoy your drive to the airport. Well, I mean, yeah. Gunnar and I went back to the racetrack during the race. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll just, obviously, we're not going to say it anyways. Yeah. So we we brought a, like, a giant water bottle yeah. full of Red Bull and vodka. Yeah. And we were at the racetrack enjoying ourselves. <laughs> in suits. In suits. Yeah, because that was when it was LMS. Good. You had to wear your suit. Oh, uh, right. To get on the yeah. And so you but, guys were on a yeah. <laughs> But you're not driving? Not driving. Yeah, yeah. we were done at that yeah. point. And the series is dead. Yep. Um, <laughs> we went over to the Bacardi tent in our suits and yeah. rode them a mechanical bull. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just as drivers But you do, remember right? it at least. So I do remember yeah. that yeah. part. Yeah. 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 The next morning, it's like the three of us are laying around this living room in one of these villas, just like dead. Yeah. And I think you and I were throwing Teddy Grahams at Gunner. Yep. Is that right? Yep. And he wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> and then we were just like sticking to him. <laughs> and so it became a game of like who can stick more Teddy Grahams on Gunner. And then we came up with your nickname because uh, his initials are TMJ. And I was like, what's that jaw thing? Isn't that TMJ? It is, yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's not a very good nickname. Yeah. And so we just came up with the, you know, Titanic man junk. <laughs> As he looks at his wife. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you have so many nicknames. I do have a lot of nicknames. Well, what are the others? I mean, some, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some guys call me Captain, which is... Because uh, you're, you're like American? No. I, and again, it's like a random story mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. That's uh, Batim. Yeah. Yeah, Batim for sure. Batim, yeah, we yeah. all know. Yeah. Um, he somehow just started calling me Captain. 
No. <laughs> no, he didn't just start calling the captain. I, I mean, it, it was it was while we were in Le Mans, we went and uh, we went to like Saint Tropez with him yeah. and Gunner and stuff like that. And so some of the details are definitely fuzzy. But <laughs> I was captain at some point. And he still calls me captain today. Right. Yeah. And he might be like one of only two people that call me captain. Sure. Yeah. But that's why she's saying so she, yeah, yeah, the yeah, number is it? Yeah. Well, and What's then that? He, oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling right now and find out. <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> Could be a bad, not interesting story. Captain TMJ. TMJ. What TFM. Else? TFM. That's what the crew guys call me. Tommy Miller. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. original. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. isn't it TMMFM? <laughs> <laughs> Too many letters. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Many letters. yeah. Now we're getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the crew guys has a little jingle for me, so whenever I walk by, he's whistling at me. Which is the jingle is like Tommy Milner. <laughs> but, he whist- but he whistles it. He whistles it. Yep. Okay, so can you whistle it now so we can get this going at all the autograph sessions? I can try. Yep. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 And that's just one guy. So, yeah, I mean, there are lots of little... And then the Eagles, your friend group. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. I've got lots of nicknames. Like them. your Virginia group? Yeah, my friends at home. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, Tommy Jordan is one of them. Why is that? Michael Jordan. It's some of these. Tall? Some of these stories are like too involved, like too long to yeah. actually it like, like won't make, sense. make any sense out of it. Basically, why, why we give you food? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so that, that one I'll go into. That one's more popular. Basically, like they'll call me just Jordan. Basically. Okay. Yeah. And which that they, wouldn't work in a Corvette. I was going to say, no. I figured just because fans couldn't remember your name. Yeah. 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 He's got to yeah, be yeah. one of the Jordan kids. Yeah. 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 Um, that one came about because we were having a fun, fun time in, in Richmond, and I got food poisoning at one of the restaurants we were eating at, nice. and so we were out having fun, and I went went outside and was just like puking my brains out, basically, and um, so went back to the hotel room and was like, I was actually sick. Yeah. I, it wasn't yeah. like me having, wasn't having drinking. too much fun. Yeah. yeah. And so I was up all night long both ends all not not fun at all so jordan had his famous flu game and so they were trying to like rev me up like this is your flu game dude like you gotta come out <laughs> come on, tonight jordan, you got this you can do it and i was like all right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it <laughs> and it's like 6 p.m and they're like flat out yeah. and they're like where are you <laughs> where are you jordan and i was like i I literally like, cannot get out of this hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even have my flu game, and they still call me <laughs> you didn't even Tommy rise Jordan. The, no, you didn't, didn't rise to the occasion. No, no. And you're like, right, he gets to keep it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most recently, I'd say the most famous nickname, if one of your co-drivers has his way, would be Tommy Sunset. Yeah. What's the Tommy Sunset story? I, from I, I guess it was me only liking Jordan's Instagram posts that had to do with like the sunset at his house. I didn't like anything else that he posted. Like, no racing success. Didn't like that. And none of this is conscious. Uh, no. No, no, right. no. This I didn't is like Jordan really maybe overpaying attention. Oh, yeah. Well, he yeah, went yeah, back yeah. and looked. He was like, Tommy right. only likes the photos of right. sunsets at my house. When it may just have to be like the time of day you might be checking Twitter. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm not, I'm on Instagram a lot, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. scrolling. That's, that's yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's no methodology. And is this right. pre-teammates? Yeah, yeah, for oh, okay. sure. Okay, so it's not even um, like he's messing with you as a... No, I mean, so I mean, that would have been at one point we would have He'd been teammates like at Corvette, like Lamar, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would have been the sort of the connection that way, basically. So um, I'm not like talking about him earlier. Bleak Mullen, he likes every single photo that anybody ever posts on Instagram, which I it's not it's nice, like right, like oh cool, you see I don't his know name. Why you're not on being such a good person. But <laughs> no, okay. it's great. I, it, I'm saying it's. But good. you're like, if it's not it's a, a sunset, I don't give. A 
Yeah, I just don't like a lot of photos on Instagram, but I only like the sunset photos that Jordan posted. But I do like a sunset. So Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, exactly. And uh, as Jordan does, he was forcing a, you know, a hashtag on me, a basically. Yep. 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 And uh, it's... I wouldn't say it's stuck, really. There are people that call me Tommy Sunset, but it's... Yeah, he's really hoping it makes it into the edit of this show. Yeah, so I can it, imagine. So it can stick. Yeah. But I think the whistle's going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Milner's like, I decide. Yeah. No, <laughs> you don't decide. All right. More fun stuff. Your engineer said to ask about the hottest chicks in the mall. Oh, God. <laughs> do, they need, do some people need to leave? <laughs> there is a baby here. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, <laughs> Oh wow! I'll tell it. I mean, it's not. It's you not that bad. Him. It's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing that I can. That's something that she can hear. Let's say, let's put it that All way. Right. You guys are married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was, I think, it was actually in between the test day and the race at some point. So I was staying over with the crew guys and was out with them in in Lamar, and uh, we were leaving to go back to the hotel with my engineer and one other guy as well. I forget who it was with the team, and we. St- stopped at this sort of intersection and there were these two hot girls that were on the corner and we were like just opened the door we were like what are you guys doing and they were like being human totally confused as what's going on (laughs) but they were like kind of okay with hanging out with us obviously so (laughs) we hung out with them for a little bit so they joined yeah Yeah. and we had some drink we paid for their drinks basically we went back to the hotel room and uh, I so it's like 3am and I go to one of the crew guys uh hotel rooms and i'm just banging on the door <laughs> i'm like let me in and i'm like <laughs> i think it was so pickle the crew guy mm-hmm. who does the whistle basically mm-hmm. um i'm like pickle pickle i'm like we just met the hottest girls in the mall <laughs> i like, wanted to like tell the story of it to him basically so he wasn't with you you're going to wake no, no, him no, up yeah, to tell the story yeah, he's yeah. passed out yeah so him and him right. are there and it was uh, just to like guy. proudly say that you met one yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were like, we hung out with the hottest girls in the mall. Like, yeah. You just became 14. <laughs> it feels like it, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah. moment, I'm probably like, that's 20 it. years old at that yeah. point. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, this kid is just for a rude awakening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just a fun story. It's, it's, you know, we were drunk and just having right. fun. Yeah. I like so. that that's your hardcore story. Well, so we go in. <laughs> they're both totally passed out. Pickle wakes up because he has to go to the bathroom. And he hears, now he hears me finally banging on the door. Yeah. So we go. So how long would you say you're beating on the door of this guy's room? To me, it feels like 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And to them, it was probably 15 minutes. Yeah, because they were probably assuming it would go away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll, still didn't, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll stop. Yeah. So I walk in the room, and I'm so dang, the other crew guy that, that's in the room there as well, he's passed out. He's, and the, the rooms that they stay in there, it's like a single bed, and then you have a couch, a pull-out yeah, couch. right, right. And um, so I walk in. Dang's fully asleep. And I'm like, dang, dang. I'm like trying to wake him up and he's asleep. And I start unfolding the pull-out couch. Like I'm just going to go and sleep on the on the couch there. <laughs> just to um, tell them that you talked to a girl. Just to tell them. About, it, was, it was about our night. And right. so yeah. it, it focused on <laughs> no. the fact that we were leaving. And then all of a sudden we got these two random chicks to come hang out with us for a while. And, and to be clear, you're a driver. Yeah. These guys are still working and prepping these cars in between. No, like it's not so like a big week off where they're partying, right? It's, I mean, it, it's oh, a it week. slow. It's it's a slow week for them. Okay. Like they're doing some okay. work. Okay. I probably at that point shouldn't be, you know, <laughs> yeah. not the normal driver thing, right? I'm not like out shaving my legs and going for a bike ride right. every single day yeah, for six hours. Yeah, you're doing, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, I'm just saying, like, they're not getting up at eight the next morning to go wrench. Like, you're not fucking they, up. They might be, which, but, <laughs> oh, that, but that's okay. also yeah. that's also kind of normal for them problem. too. Yeah, right, no, right, no, no. I mean, yeah. that's also to kind of. I, like I didn't go to the guy that doesn't go out and have fun at night. Oh, right. I went to the two sure. guys. It's a that, pickles room. Yeah, He's the that. guy that calls you TFM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, I like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just end up. I just literally. I just as I'm telling the story, like I'm making. <laughs> I'm making my bed. bed yeah. <laughs> so I wake room. them up, yeah. and by the time I'm even like I haven't even finished my story, and I'm asleep. <laughs> I fast out, <laughs> and they, they're awake now. And my engineer, he crawls into bed with with Dang, who's asleep and he's, he's taking all his clothes off basically and he's just in this cl- crimes in this single bed basically with dang and, yeah right you know yeah. we had a great time and we woke up the next morning and a little bit unsure of sort of you know what what had happened the night before <laughs> right I why am up, i in yeah, here why am i in this room and, yeah. and then it, it kind of came back to me a little bit and so we had a nice fun morning just talking about you know our night last night and yeah. mostly about how we came in these two drunk idiots basically yeah. came in to you know crash their their nice their nice you know nice Quiet, sleep peaceful night yep. yeah getting ready for a big week yep. yeah that's awesome well they they apparently like it because they're the ones that told us to ask yeah so speaking of girls um lauren what was his game uh, i have to know i have like, yeah what do you mean when did you meet oh so his sister actually set us up okay so, um, so he has no game no exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> was it the white new balances totally Ooh. yeah yeah was it the jean shorts Yep. How do you know his sister? Mm-hmm. Um, I was teaching his niece uh, riding lessons okay. at a stables. And, okay. um, and so he, it was actually kind of a setup that he didn't know about. Oh, okay. um, and he had come to take photos of her right. for a lesson. So um, you're a horse so trainer? horse? I was, yes. Was, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was teaching lessons and, um, and riding. <laughs> Did he do the line that... It's only one horsepower. Oh, gosh. Did he do that? I've used that too much. Yeah. yeah. Did he? Yeah. yeah. At first, and yeah. it's kind of, I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Beating yeah. a dead horse now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why did sister think this was a good fit? Or was she just trying to unload him on somebody? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think it was time. He was getting old. So the sister put you, so your first date... You knew it was a date. He did not. Is this? No, he knew. Yeah, it was a date by that point. But huh. like the first meet, meeting, greet type thing. So there so. was. So there was like a party that you both went to. It was, no, like it was just a, it was at the stables where we met, and so and like and she brought him just to like check out these horses or yeah, come see the look niece at, ride. Watch your niece ride. Take so some it, photos. It, it, it wasn't totally weird for me to go to watch my niece go ride and stuff like that. Like I was probably traveling and she was having a horse lesson. She's like, hey, come come watch Ellen ride or whatever. Yeah. So he passed the test. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's because he didn't try because he had no idea. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if he if you had tried, would you have failed? I'm sure at that I age, okay. I, think, I, I think I would. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's just too much pressure at that point, right? Right, right. Yeah, because I, now I don't know anything about the Tommy Milner game, but my assumption when you grew up in like an all racing household was that maybe it wasn't great. I don't think I have great game. No, uh-huh. like I'll be. I'm very honest with honest with myself in that way. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the story about beating on doors to tell your crew guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's not. We hung out with these girls. Yeah, <laughs> you won't believe it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They, yeah. they talk to me. Yeah. Um, and at this point, you're a Lamont driver. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing I'm not going to get past. That, that only gets you so far. Right. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I have a great game, that's for sure. What but, did, uh, uh, didn't David, did, does he have another nickname for you, too? One of your Virginia friends? Um, uh, <laughs> yes. 
Is it called like the closer or something like that? Oh, no. No, but it wasn't. It was a, it was a joke though. All of us. Wow. Like, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, so on that level, uh, obviously, so Corvette fans are particularly loyal. Yeah. I would argue, and uh, I don't know if it's a fair statement, but I would say maybe next to Corvette and Porsche, probably more so Corvette have probably the most relatable car on track to the fan audience. Like you're going to have more Corvette owners come out and feel like they can identify with that car on the track yeah. than maybe other OEMs. Is there, what's the most common, I've got a C6, it makes sense kind of question? Um, it's, it, the most common thing is, well, it's just them wanting to talk about their car. Right. You know, that's their connection to you basically. Right. Um, and most of them have multiple Corvettes, right? You know, the, or or they've owned five right. or six They're or loyal. seven. They're yeah. loyal yeah. Corvette people. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, and you see a lot of the same people that just follow us around. They're around just the country. loyal Corvette guys, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome, right? Like to have, like you, you definitely make a connection with some of those, some of those fans yeah, yeah. that you see all the time. And um, sometimes they take photos in the middle of a restaurant while you're trying to talk to Tommy Milner. Yep. Sometimes they take photos of your kid, unannounced. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, um, yeah, it's it's that was one thing that again that I remember from that first call with Feehan is he said, "Are you ready to, to to be a rock star?" That was his like thing that kind of stuck with me, and I mm-hmm. didn't kind of know what that to meant a at very time. specific demo. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Guys in New Bounces are gonna love yeah, you. Yeah. So <laughs> on that level, Corvette owners have a stereotype. Last time buyers. No, what is that? I've never heard that. Last time buyers, yeah, that, 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 that's Feehan's line. Okay, uh, what is that? I don't know. That just means like that's the last car that they're ever going to buy, and they'll just keep buying. No, because the they'll die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cadillac's the same. All way. right, that's going yeah. in. Yeah, um, you said it. He, so he tells them that at these Corvette corrals a lot of time. He yeah. says last time, so they know. Okay, so they understand it. Yeah. Okay, so everybody's on board with that. It's generally an older person. Yeah. Might be in New Balance shoes. Might be a tucked-in shirt. <laughs> Jean shorts. It's, Jean I mean, shorts. The, the Corvette is sort of an aspirational vehicle in some ways. It's you know, it's supposed to be. We didn't ask for the yeah, goddamn no, sales uh, pitch. But, I mean, it's the same for Porsche though. It's you know, right? Like you don't see a lot of young guys. There are, of course, young guys that drive Corvettes, young guys that drive Porsches, mm-hmm. and you see more younger guys driving Porsches, obviously. But yeah. um, for for like for the uh, most of the fans that that have the cars now, they're like, I've wanted one for 20 years, 30 yeah. years, whatever. Yeah. So they joke about them being last time buyers, and <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah, it fits the demographic sometimes, <laughs> which we're trying to fix, obviously, with the new car. But yeah, right. Yeah. right. Have you ever? laughed at how much somebody was clearly the stereotype i mean there's <laughs> yes oh yeah <laughs> nah, i mean there's definitely and it's 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 almost like they're playing the part yeah it right like it's almost yeah. like you're satirizing yourself so. yeah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah um but they but they let i mean like they embrace it they, they love it right yeah. like they they love that that look and that style basically it fits them who they are as a person <laughs> i do have new balance Holy on shit, he is. <laughs> he's doing Whoa. it i almost wore he's something else it. specifically for that Wait, did you do like, this because of us no i didn't these wearing, are new shoes he just bought new balance <laughs> yeah yeah i'm so proud but they're not all white <laughs> yeah. so yeah they're, yeah. they're black yeah. Yeah. and yeah. are these khaki shorts they are khaki shorts but they're not Holy cargo <laughs> Still, I mean, I have still 35. Sir. I have no, to no, ease into I, it. I here. get that. You are a dad. I'm a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. That's and too untucked. So untucked. we, we yeah. got a couple more steps before you're completely yeah, factored. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't own a Corvette yet, so, you know, I have to. What is there a company? I think, what, what do you drive? I drive a, a truck, yeah. Silverado. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
that I bought myself. Oh, he's, 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 <laughs> no, that's a dig. I know, I know that he's staring at you. Um, which ex-Corvette driver are you tired of hearing about the most? I'm guessing it's Johnny O'Connell. Uh, no. Not I from mean, fans that are like, you know, back when Johnny used to drive these things, uh, he was he was my guy. So, And I don't mean this to be a dig on him, but nobody, I mean, I don't hear <laughs> wow. his name. Wow. 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 Okay. <laughs> I love John. I, I Do you know. want to just say it does? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll bother him a little bit. It will. It will. Absolutely. It will. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I've been with the team now. Ten. Oh, this is my eleventh yeah. year. Yeah. Right. So it's. Because what would you say? You while. have like you've probably given about thirty thousand autographs at this point. Because Johnny's given thirty thousand in one. In one, right? Yeah. yeah. So. And he did it faster than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I assume just because like, it, I, and maybe it's just different because there's less people in our corral. But uh, I haven't driven with Petey Cunningham ever. We've never been in the same really? car before. We've been teammates. Yep. And people are like, yeah, when you and Petey used to be teammates and, uh, at Daytona, I'm like, we never ran Daytona. You know? <laughs> but it's like they remember Acura, and they know I race for them, and so it's just Petey Cunningham. So yep. I wondered if it would be Magnuson or Johnny O, because those are like big, big names in the ca- uh, I mean, Corvette. We've definitely had people... I, I've been called Oliver this year. Yeah. That's what's going to wonder yeah. too. Yeah. You, like because of your height, I assume you become Oliver a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that happens a lot with us yeah. for sure. Yeah. I get called Jordan. I get called Oliver. Yeah. Uh, Jordan got called Oliver today or uh, two days ago now. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty common. Getting <laughs> mistaken for sure. Just a Corvette driver, basically, in, in some way. Right. Yeah. So I guess in that case. Johnny's Johnny, right? Like yeah. you're not going to mistake Johnny for anybody no. else. No, he is. Not yeah. He'll make. Johnny. He'll make sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in an autograph session, especially these days, Jordan is extremely fan engaged, social media engaged. Um, does he get a lot of autograph session attention over you guys? Um, and is there a little bit of yeah, I'm the other guy here kind of feeling? No, I, I think with with <laughs> a lot of the attention he gets sometimes. I maybe in some ways I'm glad that I don't get that attention. Oh, okay. I understand this. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. His stuff <laughs> is weird. <laughs> and so that attracts some weird people sometimes, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he, it's funny, right? Like, yeah. it's it's great. And they're uh, – stu- I mean, at first with a lot of his stuff, because it was so – different from who he was in person right the stuff that he was on social media exactly yeah yeah and he's definitely it's who he was on social media is definitely who he is more as an actual person so i think it was it's he's becoming more like his online persona as time goes on because yeah. he's more comfortable kind of being yeah, yeah. who he is as a person growing up yeah. still really young yeah. yeah yeah um so at first it was weird sort of seeing that side of him and then you interact with him in person and he's totally different yeah <laughs> uh you're blowing his cover here yeah 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 <laughs> I think some people get yeah. that, but yeah. but again, he is becoming more yeah. like the Rodney that he wants to be. <laughs> so for, I'm, I'm guessing I don't know this for a fact. I'm assuming you guys do a lot of like Corvette Corral talks during a race weekend, that kind of thing. Well, I mean, with the, the COVID stuff, has been kind of missing from that prior, for a while. Prior yeah. to 2020, though. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, every every weekend we have like a right. 30 or 40 minute kind of Corral. Do thing. do you, is it only one driver or do a couple drivers? All of us go. Go. Okay. So this is where I was going. Yeah. Do you guys? challenge each other to sneak phrases in we've definitely done that before it's okay. not a common thing who's the hardest G- so gtlm cars are not that much quicker on an outright lap than a gtd car yeah. currently and you don't have ABS, so okay <laughs> <laughs> close second townsend bell yes that's what i had written down 
I was gonna follow it up with, and why is it Andy Lally? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four times a I feel like if you're getting it from Lally, you, you can. And this, I don't know why I'm basing this on, uh, but I feel like if you get it from Andy Lally, it's always coming from a place where you can probably understand why. And with Bell, sometimes it's like you're just being an asshole, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can see that I feel side like of it. Andy would give you the, he'd give it to you if he wasn't in the middle of something. I think Andy will be nice to you sometimes. <laughs> um, and it, and usually it's when his race is probably already over at that point. <laughs> He's got nothing to lose. Yeah, so yeah. He, he doesn't feel the need to. And mm-hmm. I feel like with Townsend, it's you kind of you, you don't know what you're gonna get. Right. Some, usually, it's yeah. a huge pain in the ass to get by him. Sometimes it's I think just because you kind of catch him by surprise and don't have a chance to actually block you in some way. <laughs> <I> think <it's, laughs> He's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, right. How do I think my way to be a dick? Um, <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> who's who's the worst to pass on the DPI side? The com- uh, well, then the common answer is gonna be Pepo. Um, okay. But. None like of them. he'll just sort of dirty you on a on a late dive bomb kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll 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 come by you no matter what, basically. Yeah. Um, and just because you said it weird, Durrani is who you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I said it weird. You didn't say it weird, but not, might not be the way people recognize the name. Gotcha. You said Pipo. 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 Yeah. Pipo. Yeah. Pipo. Yeah. Yeah. I would say in general, those guys can either all be total dickheads or they can be pretty pretty easy. Right. To me, it seems like in this paddock, if you're in a DPI car, you're probably pretty special as yeah. a driver. And GM's been racing a really long time and also has prototypes. Uh, it's surprising to me that Pippa wouldn't give you guys room of all cars since yeah. you're in GM power plants. But also, all of those guys could hope to be in a Corvette when their <laughs> prototype <laughs> programs end. And yeah. if it's the guy that's constantly ripping the splitter off of your car. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say that there are conversations with the the team owners and managers of Corvette racing and that when there is discussion about potential drivers in the future, they do ask us. Really? So, you know, yeah. uh, so it's in your best they, interest. They ask for input. Yeah, yeah. it is for your, in yeah. your best input. So they, yeah. they could dirty you to a point that you lose a race. Like, well, that guy's never going to drive for us. And actually could be true. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. 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 How old is Ava? 10 months. 10 months. Okay. So she's seven years and two months from being karting eligible. No. <laughs> that, that's a no? That's not happening? No. Yeah. Not happening? No. I mean, tennis racket. Is it, now, is that a hassle yeah, expense, yeah. or you just don't want the racer lifestyle? I think all of those things combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Between um, the two of us, though, we're kind of unlucky with the racing and the horses. Like, yeah, you, you chose the two expensive. most expensive no. things. So, yeah. so what about horses? Is that an option? That'll... Probably. That'll definitely happen. If she wants... Yeah, if she yeah. wants to do that. The good yeah. thing is, like, with the horses, at least, you know it's kind of a good kind of like teaching lesson for her. You're like, you got to take care of the horse and tack them up and that kind of stuff. And yes, horses are expensive, but you can, you know, ride ponies for a little while. And if you don't like it, then you yeah, can sell sure. the pony. You don't have to buy a you shoot and bury, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's the Ryan DL way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for tennis or golf or yeah, right. something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a racket. Yeah. Yeah. Some lessons. No ice skating. <laughs> Cause you're a big hockey guy, right? Caps. I do like hockey. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love sports. I love, I'm a big sports guy and I tend to like the sports that I've never played or I'm not good at basically. Copy. Because <laughs> you can really admire it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And are you usually like the DC teams? Is that your, yeah. your, your yeah. go-to? I mean, I, so hockey's been sort of my only yeah, real yeah. love here for a while. Um, I played lacrosse as a kid and I've started, that's become more popular now on TV a little bit and I've watched a little bit more of that now. 
Uh, but yeah, hockey's been sort of my my That's only your go-to. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And go ahead. We I find that Ryan and I over especially the last couple of years we've grown a real love for NFL, and we've both come to the same conclusion that it's because we have zero attachments. Yeah. 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 It hasn't been jaded at all. Yeah. Like other parts of our world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've gotten into because she's from England originally, um, so her family is all English and all has an accent and stuff like that, and um, they're big into soccer or football or whatever so her her uncle got me into the premier league and tottenham so i played i played soccer as a kid but, but i would i'd watch it on tv and i'm like cool it's soccer like i have no connection to this whatsoever but he told me one thanksgiving he told me the story about every single player like where where they started what their name is like what their dog's name was right. and i was like cool i'm in and now i watch so it's almost like good pr is telling these stories and characters yeah of the people that are participating who, who would have thought <laughs> huh. what yeah. an idea weird yeah, yeah. how'd you like your that? dinner is someone doing that <laughs> how'd you like your dinner there yeah, Tommy? Dinner. have you seen ted lasso yet a little bit of it yeah 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 i figured yeah. that'd be right in your wheelhouse yeah 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 i don't I, we don't have it's apple tv i think yeah, right yeah, yeah we don't have the subscription for it so, so what yeah. is the couple's viewing for the two of you? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's like, I'll answer this. Like, yes. Nowadays, it's the uh, inside of our eyelids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> best part. <laughs> we'll definitely go on Netflix binges. Yeah. Um, well, he falls asleep. Yeah. Nice. Whenever we're trying to watch something, yeah, nice. especially a movie, it's like 15 minutes so in. So do you get I to pick the movies in? Since well, you would think, but oh, then it, it takes okay. it, it takes like 20 minutes for us to pick something. Uh-huh. So. Our, our first movie together was like what it was like Shooter or something. What, yeah. was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. They, with the evil good. senator. I don't know. It was like I a really I sad story. Actually. Yeah, you picked it. Yeah. It's a sad <laughs> story. <laughs> what your first date movie was Shooter? Yeah. Yeah. It was oh. something like very sad. You like show something really horrible. I didn't. She picked it. I picked it. Was it Mark Wahlberg? Maybe. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It might have been, but I just remember your mom saying, oh, that's a strange first statement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Congrats. <laughs> and we're still together. I know. <laughs> now, so are you a big TV person, Lauren? Not, not particularly. Uh, okay. Do you have um, any guilty pleasures that he secretly likes but can't admit? Secretly likes. Like Below Deck, uh, uh, any of the No, wives? not like The Bachelor or anything yeah, like that. Exactly. Nothing, nothing juicy or fun. Oh. No. No, okay. Yeah, you just you, you do I your like video game and uh, yeah. and your no. sim racing. So what's the so. game? Uh, I mean, sim racing stuff. I play some like shooters as well. Okay. Yeah, That's fun. you're so on that a lot. Uh, so there's one game called it's called PUBG, I guess, or Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. So it's like a hundred people, kind of all. But it's all like MLM, like all the multiple players, that kind of thing. So like you're all all online based. Yep, all yeah. on. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's real people. It's like the iRacing of killing people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you this say it's not the, real, you're yeah. alienating yourself yeah, from yeah. real people it's, that yeah, kill yeah. people. It's a murder sim. Yeah. <laughs> does, um, does anyone complain about the physics and this isn't how real murder would like happen? When you really oh, shoot I'm, someone in the face, it's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that an online discussion? I, I'm not like a part of like a community in that way. Like okay. It's just like a fun way to like just totally get away from everything else kind of right. thing. But I don't totally envelop myself in... The, the lore of the game and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the nitty gritty of it. I just so you do great and you do eye racing. Yeah. What's your favorite league? Well, what dinner the, with racers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, yeah. that yeah. took way too long. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a league, so to speak. It's a league. It's a league. I think my schedule would say otherwise. Not that I've. I mean, what I've been a part You've of. You've only been invited been a, to a couple. Yeah. 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 You're a guest. Yeah. 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 Even as a guest, you're <laughs> on it. Not shitting on it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All of our league members are like, it's a league. That's the same thing. <laughs> I'm it's real to me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess the Corvette guy doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Is there hate from fans? Well, I mean, I know there isn't online because BOP is so hotly debated, but I feel like you guys get it worse than anybody because you're the only one in town, which is makes less sense to me. I feel like if anybody should be getting BOP, it's the team that commits to the program. You know, so like this weekend you guys win, and I see on Twitter like immediately like, oh, you know, it's because the BOP wasn't fair and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, the team that's racing all the races probably has a better understanding of what's going on. Um, but I don't know. It's like you guys are the evildoers because you're for that. Because you're good. Because you're good. You're good. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it probably is similar in some ways to like, you know, how the Patriots, people hate the Patriots. Exactly. They hate teams yeah. that win a lot kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I understand. Which, who are you then? Are you the Gronk or are you the, uh, are you the Brady? <laughs> Adrian Edelman? <laughs> Edelman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would know. I, I don't follow football that well. Okay, actually. fine. I mean, I do, I do watch football, but it's not. You just yeah. disappointed so many Corvettes. Sorry. Sorry. Are you yeah. in on, uh, on Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, I know that he's a quarterback now for <laughs> yeah. not the Redskins. Okay, let's move on. I'm yeah. helping yeah. your cause. Yeah. Yeah. Corvette uh, driver. Yeah, he's, he's my cool. guy. He's awesome. He's like one of my favorite players, period. Yep. He's just yep, a sure. really good dude. Yep. He's got the greatest beard in all of Yeah. Yeah. So next year, Corvette will be a DT3 car. Uh, nope. Sort of, sort of. <laughs> that face right, was right. like not going to say well, that. Well, that's that's okay. It's <laughs> still, it's still up in the air as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Okay, so as we understand, next year the intention is for Corvette to enter the GTD category. Yeah. Um, how Corvette? <laughs> it's just phrasing. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> how Corvette gets entered because they may not necessarily fit some of the GT3 criteria right. that most GT3 manufacturers fit under. You guys may not choose to go that course. That's not your call, obviously. Yeah. Um, how are you going to f*** it up? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we win, according to Twitter, then we they, they've done it all wrong. It's because yeah, they, right. yeah, and right. if we don't win, then the Corvette fans will say it's the BFPs f***ed up. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, if this comes out in, in November, at that point, there will there will be a decision. But at this point, they're I don't think they've actually decided 100% what the actual end result's going to be. Yeah. Uh, it sounds to me like right now it's not possible to actually make a GT3 car. For next year, because you have to, be, you have to basically make 20 cars. I think is sort of the, by the yeah, first year, or whatever sure. it is. Customer yeah. availability. Yeah. There's, yeah. A bunch of, there's a bunch yeah. of things that don't fit sure. the ethos. Of, yeah. sure. And in order to actually make that happen, there's a bunch of parts on the current car that are just cost way too much money. Yeah. yeah. And ha and that will take a long time to actually right. even design those parts. And anyway, he's so. good. He's really he's doing a good job. <laughs> You're doing a good job, kid. You can lie like the best of them. That's the, I'm, honest, I'm giving you, you, you straight. You're, that's yeah, the you're giving the straight PR yeah. stuff you were giving. Yeah. Yeah. He's reading well, from the if, script. If, again, to be totally honest, as far as I'm aware, they haven't decided exactly what the program's going to be for next year. Is it going to be just IMSA? Is it going to be some WEC? Is it going to be all WEC? Don't know. Um, they haven't told us yet. So uh, they'll definitely race somewhere, whether it's all in the U.S. or some both or partial programs in both I don't that part I don't know yet um, but I, it does sound like the plan is to build a GT3 car and that would come then the following yeah. year basically your sister has a hell of a reputation going right now with running these like really big programs and racing and I've never really spent much time with her I've met her a handful of times but I don't know enough about her personality is she more like your dad or like your mom like my dad yeah yeah definitely uh, she's definitely headstrong in that sense um, has more compassion, I would say, than than than, than my dad does, um, but is more in the mold of my dad, and that's in that way. Um, she's awesome. She's, I mean, she she basically was the person running PTG for many many years, 
my dad was the the guy up up front basically but uh, both my sisters actually worked in the office there and and Aaron and, 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 and Megan my sisters were the ones that kind of made it all work in the end so um, yeah she was she's definitely good at at what she does and um, there's been a couple guys that uh, on numerous occasions I think uh, Dial was one guy who kind of wherever he goes he's if there was an opening or a new program whatever he's kind of quick to recommend her as yeah. as a team manager which is which is awesome now she's headstrong like your dad has a little bit more compassion but she's still your sister yeah could you drive for her uh i could yeah yeah, yeah i could you guys would get along yep. yeah yep. um i think because there's been enough times where like i've commiserated with her yeah having to deal with my dad basically <laughs> and like as, as a as a brother like yeah. consoling her a little bit even though she's 16 years older than i right am. right um like understanding like yeah dad's totally off his rocker here in this situation <laughs> like you know right. you're doing the right thing kind of thing yeah so i think we have enough experience like that mm -hmm. that we can it would work it would work yeah, yeah. i yeah. get you yeah although i'm sure there there would come a time like <laughs> if i scratch the car yeah it'd be like i don't know what this is like with aaron you know yeah. she might she might actually bite my head off here. right 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 <laughs> yeah. that's awesome yeah, right. so we've talked about who's who's tough on track but if there was one overall person that as soon as he enters like the driver's meeting you're just like i can't be around this person i will lose my <laughs> like who's the worst person in yeah. that driver's meeting um there's probably a couple guys, but yeah. uh, the one that stands out, I think, is uh, Dane Cameron. Huh. Yeah. It's just it's just a guy that he walks in and you're just like. It seems to be uni universal. Really? Yeah. 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 I thought it was just I don't know. I, I'm kind of kind of glad to hear that it's <laughs> Ava too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kid it's ten month old. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it, Cameron. So we do a pass along question every episode. Yeah. And uh, earlier today we drove over to Corning. New York, not too far from here. And we had breakfast with Jerome Jer Bear Blinkamullen. Jer Bear. <laughs> uh, and he wanted to know if you had any good memories about racing against the Spiker when you were in the Panos because he drove the Spiker and if there are anything that you recall about it. Uh, not many memories of that car because it didn't run very long, yeah. from what I remember. Yeah. He just um, wanted to make it about him. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool car. Like, it looked like. <laughs> That's, That's all I can God. say. Stop. Yeah, I'm sure it was fine. Stop right there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the one year it had, like, rivets yeah. for body work. Yeah, right. And it was, like, the look. I wanted, I wanted to be, like, an old-looking, yeah. like modern car. Like a P51. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. right. Yeah. Handmade aluminum body. Yeah, that was yeah. the stupidest thing I've seen in racing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, cool. speaking of which, so rumor has it you guys were uh, hiking the gorge yep. uh, two days ago? Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yep. two days ago? Uh, today we, we hiked, but then we also hiked a different hike. <laughs> uh, called it yesterday, two days ago? No. Earlier this week? Yes. Oh, there it is. Do you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you had Ava on your back. Do you remember somebody, like, hiking really fast and almost knocked you over the gorge? Like an a-hole? Mm, okay. Bleak Mullen claims he was kind of, like, jogging up, the, up the, the hike there, and he saw you guys, and he, like, bumped into you a little bit on accident, and then kept so going. Today? That I mean, could have been today because okay. he was with Unless us. Unless it was like 7 a.m., but I don't think uh, it was. It was before lunch. No, no, no. no. Okay. He was with us. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But he thought he almost knocked one of you over. Yeah, it wasn't so, me then. Yeah. Because, was it Gavin? <laughs> <laughs> it better not have been. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he might be here. Scout. Scout. <laughs> I, apparently, there were a lot of people carrying their kid yeah. in backpacks. Right. So, just another kid that he yeah. almost well, killed. It wouldn't be in Corvette, Georgie's, because it'd be very hard to put a 20-year-old son over your back. <laughs> so... 
I mean, so we well, went. Well, it's hike. hard to hike in, in Jordan's cutout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cut right. I mean, apparently the New Balance are fine. But. <laughs> okay. You open the door, not us. Yeah. All right. Well, tomorrow we're going to have lunch with the great, legendary Butch Lightsinger. And if you could ever have a pass along question for Butch, what would it be? Um, I mean, obviously, which I'm sure you'll talk about. I was going to ask sort of about you know having a, his dad being a racing, and I would say sort of like. For me, there was a moment in racing, um, a racing moment that sort of stands out the most with my dad, and kind of wonder what that would be, you know, his most memorable moment with his dad uh, in racing. What's yours? Uh, so for me, it was watching uh, at Sears Point, which would have been 2000 and, uh, sorry, 1996, when they won their first race. I was there with my mom. Um, I was across, at that time, there was like the media building in the center of the racetrack and I just remembered that they won the race my dad came out the pit, pit wall and like was waving with sort of waving at us basically um, so that stands out to me yeah. you know and your mom's like that one's your dad <laughs> she did actually have to like nudge me like hey <laughs> kid yeah that, Pay attention. there's dad yeah, your dad. Oh, right, yeah. I know him right. yeah. and then later on that night uh, Eric Wensberg who was the like marketing manager for BMW gave me a bottle of champagne oh cool so that was 96 so I was 10 years old yeah, a boy. and yeah. he said this is for when you win your first championship oh cool and I kept that until I won I won Le Mans the first time is when I actually opened I like that basically. you said it like it wasn't a championship it was just Le Mans <laughs> 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 you man <laughs> I'm just telling you the story man <laughs> I mean it was just Le Mans that one but how was it how was the champagne terrible yeah. <laughs> it was terrible that's the worst thing yeah. ever yeah that's amazing yeah um, you started a sim team, is that right? Because we have a special connection with your sim team. Yeah. Uh, so a friend of mine just happens to be a big like racing guy, a fan kind of thing. Yeah. I kind of met him through my one of my ex girlfriends, um, and in racing, like sim racing, mm -hmm. started his own team. Messaged me one day. It's like, hey, would you drive for my sim team in one of these races? And yeah. I was like, I'll drive for you, but like, how serious is the sim team thing? Yeah. And he's like, well, I've got a sponsor and stuff like that. And I was like. I'm, I'd be more interested in kind of in helping grow that a little bit or be a part yeah. of that in some okay. way too. So, because where, where do you consider yourself in the rank of sim racers? I mean, I'm not bad, but there's better. a thousand guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ten thousand guys that yeah. are definitely yeah. better than I am. Yeah, sure. yeah, right. Did yeah. you see one of his drivers was Joshua Chin? Oh wow! Yeah, uh, nice Josh so Chin. Josh yeah. Chin is running many of our uh, Conti Cup races. He's okay. DWR regular. Yeah, yeah. and yep. uh, he has never won, and it's become such a thing that now we go out of our way to ensure it. Yeah, we like penalize him. Uh, yeah, yeah, like he will <laughs> never win a race for us. If he's doing <laughs> a pit stop, we throw a caution. <laughs> yeah, so here, like if, once he's on pit lane, not, not yeah. wait until he comes off. He's yeah. literally become our barometer for how to run the race. <laughs> yeah, like, where's yeah. Chin? Okay, yeah. go the other oh, way. Oh shit, he's actually cycling. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, full course. Yeah. So that's your team. He's like talking to him. He's like he's getting a little bit older now, and he's like, "Yeah, I used to be good at sim racing. It's <laughs> <laughs> not as good as I used to be he's anymore." Like, you know, the, the games have changed. Yeah, the games changed. And you, you guys may have been the ones to we, we, start we aged out. him. We, yeah. we aged him right. quick. Yeah. Stressed yeah. out that he should have won 18 races. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't. Hey, there's tires on the line, man. Real prizes. Yeah. Uh, All right. Do you have a favorite win? Um. I think the most sort of rewarding win was Sebring in, I think it was 13. Came from like 30 or 40 seconds back on the Ferrari and caught him and he ran off the road. I didn't, I didn't have to even work for the pass, but. Um, you got in his head, Milner. I was flashing my lights at him. That works, right? Yep, it does. Sometimes. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs>
iRacing forums right now. See? Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all it's all mental for the driver uh -huh. driving the cars, flashing the lights. It does nothing for the guy that's being flashed. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you met Earl? <laughs> uh, the worst one that got away. Uh, I think Le Mans in like 2013. We had like almost a lap lead. Like six hours into the race, something like that. Yeah. And we had a wheel fall off. Yeah, I remember that. And that was obviously way early in the race, but just seemed like everything was kind of going our way. Car was super fast. Were you in the car? No. <laughs> Richard was in the car. Yeah. Westbrook. Um, that one that one hurt a little bit for sure. Yeah. This weekend feels a little bit like that, honestly. Hour to go in the race. Haven't won here at, at Watkins Glen. So that one, that one hurt for sure to lose that one too. Especially... This track has not been good to me. I've crashed in the S's twice hard. Uh, once two years ago now, and then before that, 2005. Uh, so I feel like not that it owes me anything. Obviously, nothing owes me anything, but I'm like, I kind of want to get one over on the racetrack. And I thought this was going to be the year, and no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can, we can see the uh, ticking time clock. Yeah. We're getting ready to go. So we'll, we'll, we'll make this quick. That's got to be yeah, way yeah, past yeah. bedtime, exactly. right? Yeah, it's bedtime. Yeah, yeah. 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 she's teething too, so she's been up late. Oh, lately, sure, so. yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Milner, Junior. Tommy f***ing Milner, Junior. Don't, don't call me Junior. Is that a thing, by the way? Don't call you Junior. I don't like that. Really? Yeah. I did not know. It's just Tommy Milner. Well, so I don't like it because because early in my Tommy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah early in my you. career, I, I'm not a Junior actually. My parents screwed up and gave me a different middle name with mm -hmm. the same first and last name as my dad. Yeah. So I'm not technically a junior. So I was, I went my whole life not being junior. And then sports and then car I, racing happened? And then sports car racing happened. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I got called junior Wait, all the time. how was this not in the show? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this is, is like, now. yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, okay. So, because I, I genuinely didn't know that until yeah. just now and you almost f***ing hit me. Um, <laughs> uh, his wife left. Yeah, his yeah. wife yeah. is mad. She knows, she's she about knows, to throw yeah. down. So, Table's getting flipped. So you went with Tommy so that you're not Tom. Yeah. Like your dad. Yeah. So that you didn't have to be junior. Yeah. So that's a whole story in itself, and I'll I've make that real you, fast. I've never seen yeah. your face change like yeah. this before. I thought you were just being funny, and then when I did it the second time, yeah. you're yeah. like, we will have words, son. Yeah. So I was, I have a different middle name from my dad. Yeah. So, and my parents did that because my dad, at that point, only called himself Thomas. Right. And they thought it'd be fun for me to be Tom. It's like a kid's name, basically. Sure. So I was Tom growing up for everything. Right. That's how all my friends, all my friends that I've known for a long time call me Tom. So I get into racing, and I'm still Tom, but now there's two Tom Milners because my dad switches now. He doesn't go by Thomas. He goes by Tom. Right. Yeah. So he messed that all up. So not only did he not give you enough love as a child, <laughs> yeah. but he like, couldn't even get the name you right. You don't get my name. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, the musical. I know yeah. what the, so the yeah. solo is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We've got so, a lot of solos. Yeah, we've got a lot of sad kids. A lot of sad kids sad solos. Kids. In, yeah, racing. In, our, in our racing music. A lot of sad second-gen kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I get called Tom Milner Jr. all the time, obviously trying to differentiate myself from my dad, which yeah. I understand, yeah. but I wasn't a junior, and that pissed me off. <laughs> I get it, I, I, as I've learned. Yep. Yeah. So I get the scars and everything. the fork in his hand I'm worried about. Yeah. 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 So I was Tom Milner Jr. for a while. There were a couple of years there where that was just – and I, uh, I, don't, I think it's Brian Till maybe. Uh -huh. It's one of the announcers still to this day will still yeah. say Tom Milner Jr. Yeah, it's probably the same, same – I mean, who is it? Is it Calvin that says young Jordan Taylor? Yeah, still. No, I think it's Diff, one of them. Uh, Diffie says young Jordan Taylor. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's Diff. Either yeah. way, yeah. guy's yeah. getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> He's not 16 anymore. <laughs> so finally, I think it was with my first year with BMW um, in 2009. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I think I said something to Bill Cobb, the PR guy. I was like, let's go with Tommy this year. And right. All the press releases, I don't want to be everything. seen as wow. a kid. You're like, I don't want to be a kid anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Tommy. Now. And saying this now is going to screw me over because everyone's going to call me Junior now again. But whatever. <laughs> right. <I'm kinda> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they'll also probably get the <laughs> kicked out of them right. based on your exactly. attitude right now yeah, yeah. towards Sean. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Tommy <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. kind of get, get away from yeah. the Junior thing. Right. Yeah. So uh, when you tell – what was the guy's name that you told – Bill Cobb. Yeah. yeah. So when you tell Bill Cobb that you don't want to be junior anymore, yeah. is he like, okay, diva, Jesus Christ. No. So, like, so I just want to be, I just want to be Tommy now. <laughs> like, okay. So Bill, Bill was the PR guy when my dad had the program as well. Uh -huh. So he, he so, kind of got he's it. Like, he's like, like owner kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows to be a lifestyle brand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to start an energy drink company. I need to have my own. Tom's just not doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So Got that's it. how Tom. Wow. Yeah. Well, I Tommy hope this helps and doesn't hurt you. <laughs> I, it could go either it way. It could go either way. Yeah. So what's, uh, as we look ahead here, you've got a really good deal. You seem very happy with the deal you've got. Is there an unfinished business? A car you want to try, a type of racing, a win? Um, I think right now, honestly, I'd love to do like Baja. I want to do something okay. different yeah. totally from is there a sports car racing. There? Is, that, is there a shaving anything in Baja? There probably is something. I'm right. not sure anything of any kind of like official capacity. Way to know your stuff, company, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, is there a Baja program? Yes, for there HPD? is. It's originally. Yeah. Huh. Right. Uh, see yeah. that? See, yeah. see that? Uh -huh. yep. See what I was doing? Yep. Uh, oh, thanks. Is that on, is, is that on BF? <laughs> it was on uh, General Tires. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think now it is on BF. <laughs> 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 That's getting bleeped. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think Corvette's going to go down in history as one of the most famous sports car teams of all time and you're a major part of that and probably will be for a while just a coat rider <laughs> just hanging on right <laughs> uh what do you hope to leave behind in terms of a legacy for your career um i mean i think for me just you know uh, as people look back at the guys that drove for corvette racing guys that stand out it'll be guys like johnny yeah um oliver obviously i mean i think his win record will be completely untouched 50 some wins with the team that's yeah That'll be hard to beat. That's hard to beat just in general. <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just as, as, as people look back on the program, um, you know, that I'm one of the names that you know, kind of comes to mind uh, as, as a Corvette driver. So um, hopefully I'm with the team for, I mean, Oliver was 46, 47 years old, something like that. If I can be there for another 10 years, that'd be amazing. If I, can, uh, if I get five more years, that'd be awesome too. But um, I, uh, you know, I'd love to race as long as Bill has. You know, it's another, I guess, 30 years, something like that, right? Um, well, you're how old? 35. Oh, you got 40 years. 40 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so. yeah I mean, I'm just having fun, honestly. Yeah. I just want to keep racing cars. I want to, you know, I want to have success. There's no question about that. It's not fun not winning. <laughs> uh, as you've known, haven't, haven't won since 2016, like, apparently. Like 20 years for me, I think. Yeah, based on that broadcast. <laughs> Kevin Lee's my guy, too. He's, like, so nice to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm having fun. And if, if uh, I'm looked back as, as, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the better Corvette drivers, perfect. Um, it's not going to affect me if people hate me either. I'll still be happy. We'll see about that. I we'll get some, we'll get some shit going here. <laughs> I won them all twice, hopefully more. Yeah, that, that's, that feels pretty good. Yeah, champagne though. I did have champagne that one year, not on the podium. That was good. That one was that all right. That could be the worst champagne ever created. It doesn't Man, matter. It would still be great. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I would say at that note. <laughs>
Continental's got the check. And once again, thank you to Tommy F. and Milner. And thank you very much to Ben Grieve and Pete Sloan, who both wrote into the website to uh, suggest them. And we'll close it out with Where I Want to Be by Daisy Chain. Trying to go, yeah, the party jumping off And we putting on a show Trying to catch a vibe We do this every time Like, na 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 Feeling like I'm on the highway Cause everything been going my way And now they looking at me sideways I'm like, na 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 This is where I wanna be Na 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 Never ever gonna leave Ain't never going home. Ain't never going home.